Hello and welcome to the Confident Moms Podcast. I am your host, Laura Dry, and this is episode number 23, Shooting on Yourself. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. It's so nice to be here. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. I want to remind you just of a couple of things before we get started with today's episode. First of all, if you are enjoying this podcast, would you please go and write me a review or rate the podcast? It just helps other people, other moms who might need to hear some of these messages. It helps them hear those. It helps them get access to this podcast. And so I would truly love and appreciate it if you could do that for me. And then secondly, I am so excited to announce that I have a brand new confidence masterclass. It's absolutely free and it is for you. If you want a little bit of a nudge towards growing your confidence, but you're not quite ready to work on it one-on-one, you're not quite ready to hire a life coach. You know, you want more confidence and you just want some beginning steps to get going on that. Um, it's a really awesome class. There is a workbook. It is kind of do at your own pace. It's about 45 minutes long and you can go at it a little bit at a time or all in one sitting. And the purpose of it is for you to come away with something actionable, a goal that you can begin and do to start growing your confidence. And so that is what I had in mind as I created it and as I um, am putting it out in the world, I really want everybody to see and be able to know and create their own confidence for themselves and to see how that is possible for them. And so it is called the Confidence Masterclass and you can find it at my website, which is lauradrycoaching.com or you can access it at the link in my Instagram bio And you can find me at Laura Drag Coaching. If you don't already follow me there, then let's be friends. I would love that. Anyways, let's get back to business here. Today on the podcast, I wanted to talk about shooting. Have you heard this term? Have you heard the phrase stop shooting on yourself? Um, I've heard this a lot. And in fact, I've probably shared a post or two over the years about shooting and how to avoid it and how we should stop doing it. But let's ask ourselves this question. Why are shoulds so bad? Okay. And I want to talk today about two kinds of shoulds because I think that the world is right. I think shooting on ourselves can have a negative result in our life. But I also do think that there are some shoulds that don't create a net negative result for us. And I want to talk about the difference between the two. And I want to give you some examples. And I do believe that there are some shoulds that actually do serve us, that actually keep us aligned with where we want to be and where we are going and how to use those in an effective and positive way for ourselves, rather than just avoiding all shoulds. And anytime we use that word, shaming ourselves from not using it, because I do think that it does have a positive place for us in our lives. So let's talk about that. Why are these 
or what are these good shoulds and how do we know them and how do we recognize the shoulds that are actually create detrimental effects for us? Like, how do we know the difference and what are those? What am I even talking about here? So there is something that I've noticed lately in my own life. And it's something that I'm trying to be much more aware of and much more intentional about, and just to have on the back of my mind and to be thinking about, and that is my motivation. What are my motivations for the things that I do or don't do? What am I motivated by? And do I like the things that I'm motivated by? What are my motivations for, um, doing things for not doing things are these healthy motivations. Okay. And I have realized as I've kind of looked at this and thought about this, that I have built up a very strong habit in my life for being motivated by unkindness towards myself. Okay. I'm motivated in maybe, a like just get up and go, just do this. Like I'm motivated by negative. And so the more unkind I am to myself, the more motivated I am to take action. So this might sound like a put down of some sort. It starts with some negative self-talk. It starts with, um, words that, sound like, you know, you just don't measure up or you aren't enough kind of along those lines. And then that is followed by a should. Okay. That is followed by an unkind demand of yourself to shape up, to be better, to show up, to do the thing. Okay. And so I've thought of a few examples for you. Maybe as you listen to these, think about if you've ever used these shoulds on yourself. Have you ever used these unkindnesses? Is that even a word? Unkindnesses? Have you ever used these opportunities to be unkind to yourself to motivate you to do things or to be better or to try and be good enough? And so one example is you're so lazy you should probably get up and do those dishes. How about you're never on time today. You should be more prepared. How about you're not a very present mom. You should go ask your kids how their day was right now, or you're always losing your temper. You should just be more patient. Okay. What do you think? Have you ever shitted on yourself in those ways? Have you ever talked to yourself like that? Now, the tricky thing about these shoulds is kind of similar to when we are learning to discipline our kids in positive ways. I used to yell a lot. And the hard thing about yelling is or the reason that yelling for me anyways was kind of hard to stop doing was because it works. I hate to say this, but when I yell at my kids, I usually get the 
reaction from them that I want. I usually get them to do the thing that I'm upset about. Okay. And usually it's just because they don't want to listen to me yelling anymore. So of course they're going to go run and clean their room. And so we can get upset in order to get what we want. We want our kids rooms to be clean. How much yelling do we need to do in order to motivate our kids to clean so that they don't, so that they don't have to hear us yelling anymore. And it's no different with ourselves. When we are unkind to ourselves, it often creates the results we want. So that's why it's so hard to let go of the habit of shitting on ourselves, of being unkind to ourselves, because it creates results. It gets us to show up and do the thing. And maybe for the day, we are a little bit more prepared. And maybe for the day we get up and do those dishes. And maybe that day you do go and ask your kids how their day was, or you are just a little bit more patient. Okay. So when we should on ourselves, it is a motivation that does drive action and we want action. We want to be moving. We want to be doing, doing things. Okay. But guess what? All action isn't always good or helpful. And all action doesn't always create the results that we want. So for example, what I truly want in my interactions with people in my life and for me and for my world is to feel confident. My ideal in my life is to be motivated by confidence. And in order to feel confident and in order to be motivated by confidence, I have to be willing to think and motivate myself with kindness, love, and compassion. Okay. So this is the other side of the coin. We can shit on ourselves in a negative way. We can be unkind to ourselves and guess what? It's most likely going to create a result most likely going to get action done. It's most likely going to get the dishes done. It's most likely going to motivate us to do something. But what's also available to us is shooting on ourselves only with kindness, shooting with love and compassion. Okay. So you're probably thinking, well, all right, that sounds wonderful, but how do I actually do that, especially if I'm in a habit of shooting on myself and being unkind to myself to get a result. What does that even look like? So I want to dive into that. How can you should with kindness? What do I mean by that? And what I mean by that is instead of motivating yourself with unkindness, choose to motivate with love by accessing who you really are. This is the most important piece right here. You actually are what your ideals are. So remember I said, my ideal is I want to feel confident. My ideal is to be motivated by confidence. I also want to be a patient mom. I also want to be a present mom. I also also want to confidently get things done around the house. Like those are my ideals. And so that is who I am, actually. You actually are what you desire. That is who you truly are. And our brains 
loves to focus on the negative. So it's going to focus on what we think we aren't, and it's going to use that to try and motivate us. But what if we flipped that right on its head and we should it on ourselves in a positive way? What if we actually should it on ourselves with who we actually are in a positive way? And so it starts there. Your ideals are who you truly are. So you are a present mom. Okay. That's what you want to be. So that's who you are. And so now is the time for you to go ask your kids how their day was. And it might sound like I should probably go do that right now because I am a present mom. You are becoming more patient. You should take a quick time out in the heat of the moment when you notice your temper starting to flare and you want to yell, not because you aren't good enough yet, but because you are good enough, because you are becoming more patient. Can you feel the difference there? Can you feel the motivation shifting in just how you refer to yourself and in just how you think about yourself? Okay. When you can shift your identity in your shoulds, you can create a relationship with that word. You can create a relationship with the word should that isn't detrimental to your confidence. And not only that, you can have that relationship of should actually support and help you grow your confidence. So I want to be motivated by kindness. I want to be motivated by love. I want to be motivated by compassion. And maybe not everybody does, but I want to tell you exactly why I want those to be my motivations. We already kind of chatted about how, you know, being motivated by those negative shoulds gets the job done. So why wouldn't I want to choose that? And for me, that reason is because when I am motivated by kindness or by love, I show up differently. Okay. When I show up to be present from the identity of, I am a present mom rather than I'm not a very present mom, my behavior in those moments, in those present moments with my kids is completely different than when I am motivated by, I'm not a present mom and I should go talk to my, my kids. I want to be there. And my motivation to be there is clean and confident rather than being kind of dark and kind of coming from an insufficient and inadequate place from being impatient with myself for not being something that I want to be right. So it becomes more about in that moment, it becomes more about my kids in those present moments. And it becomes less about me, less about what I lack less about me needing to be somebody that I'm not. And when this can happen, our actions change. Okay. Our tone changes. Our being is directly reflective of the things that we are thinking. We have to realize that just because we are doing things, just because we're taking action, just because we're showing up and saying, Hey guys, how was your day? It doesn't automatically mean that we're connecting 
that we're present? And do you want to be taking action in your life from shoulds that come from unkindness toward yourself? Or would you rather be choosing love? For me, 100% of the time, it is love. I would rather take action from love. I want to choose to get into the habit of being motivated by self-love, by an identity of enoughness. And that's important to me because I want to be more loving. But in order to actually show up in more loving ways to the people that I love most, I have to start with myself. I have to start using shoulds from a kind and loving place rather than from a place of lack and insufficiency. Now, for me personally, I notice and I know that I am in the habit of telling myself that I'm not loving enough. And thoughts and beliefs that we have doesn't mean that they're true just because we're having them. A thought or belief is just something that we've we've thought over and over and over again until it becomes a habit. And so I have kind of taught myself to believe that I'm not loving enough by thinking it and by believing it. I think and believe I'm too tough. I'm not loving enough. I should just be more loving. I should show love better. And when I tell myself these thoughts and when I believe these thoughts, do you know how I feel? I feel desperate. So those thoughts make me feel desperate to, to be more loving. And when I feel desperate to be more loving, I take hustle action to try and do all the things that I think will show my family that I love them. But it's not backed with love. It's not coming from love. It's coming from desperation. It's coming from a hustle. So I miss out actually on being loving because I'm not feeling love not being backed up by love. My actions aren't being driven by love. They're being driven by desperation. So instead of I should be more loving, instead of I'm not loving enough or I'm too tough, um, I should choose to think that today I am love, that today I am loving because that's my ideal. My ideal is I will show up in love. My ideal is that I am a loving, supportive mom. That's my ideal. So I should choose to think that today. And I get to do that. I get to choose to think whatever I want. And I get to choose to make my should mean anything that I want it to. Okay. And when I do, when I choose to think I am loving or I am love, I feel love. The desperation drops when I can tap into who I truly am. I feel love. I feel excitement. And maybe you're not quite there yet. Maybe I can't quite believe that I am love or I am loving, but I could choose to believe that I am working on being more loving. Even that feels so much better. I should choose to think and remind myself that I am becoming more loving. And when I think that I feel excitement 
I feel in service. I feel willing. And from those feelings come different actions. From those feeling feelings come truly loving actions. I'm going to chat with my kids because I genuinely want to. My attitude and energy is going to shift and I will be received in a much different way as a result of that shift in energy. So what are your motivations? Are they backed by shoulds that seem really true and innocent, but actually hide your contempt or your disappointment in yourself? Or are your shoulds kind? Do they support you? Do they uplift you? Do they motivate you to be backed by the emotions that you want to be driving your actions? Okay. A great way to discover if your shoulds are helpful or not is how your should sentences make you feel. So when you say it, when you notice a should, what feeling does it create for you? And then as yourself, If that emotion, is that emotion or is that the emotion that you want driving your actions? I don't want my actions driven by desperation. I don't want my actions driven by insufficiency or inadequacy. Okay. Is that emotion or is that the emotion that you want motivating you in your motherhood in your relationships, or in any area of your life? It's such a good question to ask yourself, and it's such a great thing to be aware of that, hey, behind everything that we do and behind everything that we don't do is a feeling. Our thoughts create our feelings, and those feelings drive our actions. And depending on what feeling is driving those actions, that's what creates our result. And so it's so important to know what is backing our actions, what feelings, and what are the should sentences that are creating those feelings. So let's take an audit this week of our shoulding. And instead of shaming ourselves when we use that word and having that be a bad word, I wonder if we could focus on building new habits around how we use that word in an attempt to become more confident, to become more loving, to become kinder versions of ourselves. Shooting doesn't have to be all bad. It just depends what's coming in front of that. Are we being kind to ourselves? Are we leaning into our ideals and who we really are as we use that word? And what are our motivations when we're using it? All right, guys, thank you so much for joining me for this episode today. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast and you want to take your confidence to the next level with some support, I would love to see your name in my schedule for one of my free 30 minute grow your confidence strategy sessions. These are such a fun way to meet and connect. And on these calls, we actually create a super easy, simple one week plan for you to start growing your confidence, call it a challenge, call it a goal, call it whatever you like, but long story short, these calls are designed to help you see how simple growing confidence can be for every mom, including you. And I would love to have you join us. Have a wonderful week and we will see you right back here for another episode soon.
If you are ready to grow your confidence, get unstuck, or feel better so that you can become happier in your motherhood and all the other areas of your life, then I would love to invite you to come work with me. Head on over to lauradrycoaching.com to learn more, access all my free content, or book a consultation with me. You deserve confidence, and I would love to help you access yours.